Beidaf Lamates, three lines from the top of Lamates and Aleph. We stayed in the Mishnah. Our Mishnah was discussing the dinam of Tchumen, and we stated that if there's a woman that borrows from a friend either spices, as we learned, that it was going into a cooked dish, or Mayim Melech, or salt and water, in order to place into a dough and to create and make a dough, the din is that they're restricted to their overlapping and common Tchum, as we learned yesterday. And Rabbi Huda argued on Tanakhama, and he says that's part meaning that there's no restriction on your common and overlapping trum when it comes to water. So if the woman borrows water in order to make her dough, then that dough could even be taken out of the trum of the person that she borrowed from and she could take it anywhere that she is able to walk because you go based on the shoyal and not on the mashal because water is something that's in Bahamish and as Rashi explains in the Mishnah, any chorus water is not recognizable, not when you place it in a pot and not when you place it in a dough. And that's why Rabbi Huda holds in this case, we don't say that she has a din, that she has to be and she's restricted to that overlapping and common tchum, but the woman could walk her entire tchum. And the Gemara starts and makes a deal. It's mashman Rabbi Huda. The only time that he said that you're not restricted is only by water, but salt, you'll still be restricted. For Tanya, we have a Bryce that says, Rabbi Huda, that it doesn't make a difference if you have water in the pot or you make a dough out of water, or if she borrows salt from her friend and places it in the dough, that's bottled to the isa as well as to the pot because salt will dissolve. So clearly from the b'risa, you see that Rabbi Huda says did not only by water, but also by salt. So why in the Mishnah does Rabbi Huda specifically talk about mayim and not melech? So the Gemara says, like Kasha, there's no steerer between the b'risa and our Mishnah because Habba melech stimus, the b'risa is referring to melech stimus. Rashi says that daki ma'iru betela, that's very thin and therefore it gets dissolved easily. And I bring you Raya Rashi says that Melch Stoimus is very thin. Why do we have a Chiyav to do Ma'amachrinim? Because you have salt, which is the Melch Stoimus that you use at the table, which blinds people. You see that's very thin and it gets stuck to people's hand and they don't even notice it and it's not recognizable and that's why it's a danger. And of course, since Melch Stoimus dissolves easily, therefore it's going to be bottled. And that's Pshat in Rabbi Hud and the Braisa. However, the Mishnah is talking about Habimelech is Trekonis. We're talking about a coarse salt from this place called the Trekonis. And over there, since it doesn't dissolve, that's why in the Mishnah, Rabbi Huda didn't talk about salt. He only spoke about water because water taka dissolves and gets mixed into the dough completely. However, this salt, since it's much thicker and coarse, therefore it won't be dissolved completely. And that's why the fear Rabbi Huda would still affect Hatchum Shabbos. Now, the way we had the Gears in the Braisa, we said, Maimu Melech and therefore a bottle it doesn't make a difference if we're talking about placing it in a dough or placing it in a pot so the Gemara now is that maim and salt would be bottled in a dough and it doesn't become bottled in a pot because of its gravy so on the Bryce certainly it's a question in the original Bryce of the Mashal as well as what seems from Rashi is that there's a different gears over there and the actual gears who really was Rabbi Huda Paita and we weren't talking about Isa or Kadira in that Brysa and therefore from this second Brysa there's actually no stira to that first Brysa if you go with that Gersa and therefore Rashi actually learns that the question over here is on the Mishnah itself because in the Mishnah where Rabbi Huda said that he's Poita B'mayim it's Mashbin our Mishnah we're definitely talking about not only B'isa we're also talking about B'kadira because the Tanakhama over there spoke about spices now spices is generally not put into bread it's generally put into a pot when you're making
eating food, and therefore Rashi is medayik that the Mishnah is specifically talking about water that's going into a pot or water that's going into a dough, and the din is the same. And when Rabbi Yehuda argued on Tanakhama, he said that he's piked with mayim, and he didn't differentiate if the mayim was in a dough or if it was in a pot. It's mashmanal if you're Rabbi Yehuda, he's not mechalik between water that's going into a pot or if it's going into a dough. The same din applies, and the borrowed water doesn't affect her tchum. But that's why the Gemara is asking a steer from the Brisa where it says mayim melch betelim beisav elim betelim mekdera that mayim melch is only bottle in isa and not in a pot. And lachayu, what's the difference between that and we had a mishnah which seems that it's betelim beisa or betelim mekdera? So the Gemara answers like kasha harbaava harberacha. Our mishnah is discussing where in your pot you're making a thick stew, and therefore you're not actually going to see the water, and therefore since it's not the so we say that it's poiter b'mayim even if it's in a pot. And as Rashi says, tafshil since its juices are not nikah, and therefore it's exactly like a piece of dough. However, in the Brisa where Rabbi Huda states that in betel mekadera, that water is not bottled in a pot, that's because you were cooking up a liquid, for example, like a soup or a gravy, and therefore since it was be'en and it was nikah, so therefore it wouldn't be bottled, and then it actually would affect the trum Shabbos of this woman, and she would be restricted to the overlapping and common areas. And we continue with the new Mishnah, the din is on coals, that when you're dealing with trumen, and you follow the trum of the actual owner, because that has mamashis, and therefore it actually gets the trum Shabbos just like a kli, and just like a behemoth, which follows the bailam. However, a flame doesn't get a din of the bailam, and therefore you could carry it to any place you want, as long as it's based on your trum Shabbos. So what's that case of a flame? A flame, of course, is something that's not the end, as Rashi says, less be mashasha. And this is, of course, relevant if Reuven, for example, is holding a torch or a candle and Shimon comes over and has his own torch or candle and lights that torch or candle from the flame that Reuven has on his torch or candle, then the dinner would be that Shimon now could walk the entire amount of his trum and he's not going to be based on Reuven's trum because the actual flame has no mamashes. And based on this is that a coal has mamashes and a shall have a flame does not have mamashes, the Gemara and the Mishnah now says two other dinim. If you have a coal of Hegdish, but then there's an Issa Me'ilah Midiraisa, and you'd actually bring an Asham Me'ilah if you have Me'ilah, Vishal Hevis. However, if you're only going to go and be Me'ilah from a flame, Lo'inanin, you now have a no Midirabanan, Vilay but Midiraisa, if you go and do Me'ilah, you wouldn't be Oiva on Me'ilah. And the third din of the Mishnah is Hamaitzikachel, so Rishis Rabbim, if someone takes out a coal into the Rishis Rabbim, Chayib, you're going to be Chayib in that because you took something Be'en out into the Rishis Rabbim and you were Mighty from Rishis Yachid, Rishis Rabbim, Midiraisa, Vishal Hevis, Pata. However, if you take a flame into the Rishis Rabbim, you're going to be Pata. Now, how exactly you take a flame into Rishis Rabbim without taking an actual kli with it, we will discuss that in the Gemara. So, Zak Gemara Tanabalim. Now, in the Mishnah, we had three different dinim that were relevant in Nafkamina between Gachelis and Shalhevis. And now, the Brisa brings five different things. Chamishit Varim Nemr Begachelis, Hagachelis Kuragla Bayim Shalhevis Bukhal Makam, exactly like we said in the Mishnah. Number two, Gachelis Shalhegish Mailimba, Vishalhevis, Loy Nenev Loy Mailin. Again, exactly like the Mishnah. The third din is different. Gachelis Shalvedizar, if you have a coal of Avedizar, and of course, you have an Issa non Avedizar. Asur, it's also to use it. Vishalavis mutaris. However, if you have a flame of avedizar, it's going to be mutter to use, and we don't even have an isadrabanan to use that, as we'll see in a moment. That's the third din of our Mishnah, and the fourth din of the Brisa, and the fifth din of the Brisa, which is not brought in the Mishnah. If someone makes a net not to have enough from their friend, also you can't use his coal because that has mamashas. However, you're allowed to use his flame. The Gemara asks, Why is it that we said on the flame of that we don't make a zero that and say it should be also. We say it's completely mutter. 
Why by Hegdish do we make an Issa Rabbanan and we say that even though there's no Issa Duraisa and there's no Me'ila, but Loi Nenim, you now have Anah. So the Gemara answers, Avedizar is completely disgusting to a Yid and therefore is completely separated from it and therefore we didn't have to make a Xera and we allowed you to use a flame of Avedizar because we weren't worried that maybe you'll come and use a Gechelis of Avedizar. However, Hegdish, which is not something that's disgusting to a Yid and a person is not completely bubbled from it as much as Avedizar, therefore God's very abundant. And Rashi just points out, but he that even though generally we say the Gabi Chulim Bedili Inish Mehegdish that you're considered separated Bedigei Chulim more than from Hegdish, Avel Gabi Avedizar La Bedil Tehi, but Bedigei Avedizar that's not considered as separated as a Yid is from Avedizar, and therefore contrasting the two things to each other. So when we're contrasting Hegdish to Avedizar, of course Avedizar we're more bubbled from, and when we're contrasting Hegdish to Chulim, that of course we're more bubbled from Hegdish. And the Gemara continues. If you take an actual coal into the Shisram, then you're going to be Chayib. However, if you take a flame into the Shisram, then you're going to be Pato. And the Gemara is, Vatani, we have a Brysa that says exactly the opposite. That if someone takes even a small flame into the Shisram, you're going to be Chayib, and there's no minimum share. So Rav Shesh explains, Over there, we're not talking about taking a flame without any support. We're talking about a flame that's actually lit on a splinter. And Rashi explains, since it has something that's attached to therefore it's chashuv even if it's a small amount so in fact if it's based on the fact that it has a splinter of a type of then it's not based on it being a flame it's based on the fact that he carried a splinter in the Ram on that answer, but the less way shira because that splinter did not have the proper shear to be higher for carrying a splinter into the Ram the time because we learned in the Mishnah might see him the amount that you need in order to be higher for carrying wood into the Ram is is the amount of wood that you need in order to cook up an egg that cooks up very quickly, which is referring to a chicken egg. As Rash says, she we call that's the easiest to cook up from all the eggs. But the point of the Gemara is that they're actually two different categories. If you carry a heves into the Shisrabim and it doesn't have any base, then it would be pata. However, if you have a Shalheves that's attached to a splinter, since that's a double choshev, therefore you're going to be based on the fact that you carried a Shalheves into However, on the Kisim itself, we're talking about that it was less than the Shear. That is, Mechaev someone if they're carrying wood into the Shushabim, and that's why you're not going to be Chayev based on the Kisim. It's only because you're carrying the Shalavas. And now the Gemara goes back to the original question. It has a secretary. It's Abaya Amar. Abaya says, going to What happened is you smeared a clean with oil, and then you lit it on fire. And in that case, if you go out with the Shalavas into the Shushabim, you're going to be Chayev. However, in our Mishnah, we're talking yet again where the flame was just a flame without any base. And yet again, on this territory of Abayah, the Gemara asks the same question. Why are you chai? Because you took out the flame. If it has a base and you go and you put the fire onto the kli, so you're going to be chai for carrying a kli into the Shisrabim. On that, the Gemara answers, we're talking about it was a shard, it wasn't a kli, and you're not going to be chai because of carrying a kli into the Shisrabim. Even a shard, if you carry the right share of a shard, you're still going to be chai for carrying the Shisrabim, so it has nothing to do with the flame. On that, the Gemara says, you didn't have the proper shear that you chai for hitzah on a shard of earthenware. The Tanam, because we have a Mishnah, Charis, if you have a piece of earthenware, can they lead the main parts of the Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda holds that the shear that you chai on it for being mighty is if you could use it as a filler to level out a doorway, as Rashi explains. But once again, Abai is giving a similar answer that when does the shell have us by itself, then you can be potter for taking it into the Shisrabim. However, the shell have us is attached to some sort of a base 
case, and in this case we're talking about it, it's attached to a shard, then the din would be that it's chashuv, and therefore you'd be chayiv even for taking out the shalevis, and even if the shard is too small to be chayiv, carrying the shard into the shisravim. Now, the chayra, Abaya and Rashashis are exactly the same terrets. Just Rashashis spoke about a splinter, and Abaya spoke about a shard of earthenware. So, Lachir, why did Abaya have to give a second terrets? On that, Rashi says, Avabakisim, if the flame would be on a splinter, Lesvirle Abaya, Abaya would actually hold that you would not be chayiv, Meshun, the mood, who, because it's so small, or Malichbais, and it would go out very quickly and it would extinguish, and therefore you wouldn't be chayiv. Inami, Revusashmin, Abaya, Abaya is telling us the Chadish, that Philip Bechaspa Ma'alma, even if it's only a shard, Shein and Nechaz is called Kachashiva Yitzar, even though it's not going to stick to it that well, it's still considered Yitzar, and you could be chayiv, Ayin Rashi. But of course, we're still left with one open item that Lechayra, the Mishnah said that if you take a Shalhevis, a flame, into the Shisram by itself, that you could be potter. Now, how can you take a flame into the Shisram without having something that's actually based on? In order to carry a flame, you either have to put on a shard, on a splinter, on some sort of a torch, or on a candle. So Lechayra, where is the din that you can be potter? So the Gemara says, Al Hodetran, Amaitzishalavis potter, Hekabishkachslo, how do you have that? The Gemara says, that he actually was walking with the flame next to Rishit Rabbim and it was on a torch and then he blew on it or he fanned on it and a flame actually jumped off and went into Rishit Rabbim on that the Gemara says since it's not a double choshev therefore you're going to be potter and you're not chayef for doing that on Shabbos and we begin a new Mishnah and once again we're talking about Chumun Barashal Yochid if you have a well of a Yochid Kiragla Yochid then any water that you take out of that bar on Shabbos or on Yontim you only could carry based on the Chum of the person that owned that bar Vishal if you have a well or a cistern of the people of the city, then it's based on the city itself, and therefore you would be able to carry from the outer perimeter of the city for 2,000 amas. And the tchum of the water holes that were situated in the middle of roads and were used for those who were traveling to be regal, the tchum will be based on each individual person that draws water from this well. And the government will come out with that all agree that the well had a din of Hefka and that the person that draws the water is kind of because Hefka dikus bagba. Now Rashi points out three points. Number one, once Reuven draws the water, the water receives the Tchum of Reuven, and even if Reuven gives this water to Shimon, Shimon can only carry it within the Tchum of Reuven. Number two, this Mishnah is actually not like Rabbi Chaminuri, who stated before that Hefka Hefka Koinen Shvisim Kaiman, as the fee said, the Tchum would be 2,000 Ames from the well for everyone, and Agamara says that it gets the Tchum of the first person that draws the water out. Number three, even though I've been the water didn't have any tchum, so maybe there should be no tchum restriction at all on this water, and we should be able to carry it no matter as much as we want. The Chiddush of our Mishnah is actually that we say yesh brei and once Reuben draws the water, there's a gilu dasla mafreya, and it's huvra davla mafreya that this was the tchum of the water from Benishmashes, and we look at this water as if Reuben already was here, Benishmashes, and already drew the water out of this well, and therefore the tchum is based specifically on Reuben's tchum. And we begin our Gemara, Ramele, Ravel, or Amnachman, Ravel, the following question from Nachman. Tanam, we just learned from Mishnah Barshal Yochid Kuragla Yochid that if you have a bar of a Yochid, it gets a din of a tchum like the individual that owns that bar. And the Mishnah also said, Shall Anshe Oseir Kuragla Anshe Oseir and Shall Oli Babel Kuragla Mamali. But we definitely saw that all types of water is bound by tchumin. However, Verimini, I'll ask you a stira. Naharis Hamashkun, my understanding of if you had rivers which were flowing or springs, Harayin Kuragla Kaladam, the din is that doesn't have a din of tchum at all. As Rashi explains, Aimlam Shumshvi said, there's no dinner shvi said or leibim kaima v'loi karagla abaylam v'loi karagla amali elakol adam milichim raglam every person could transport it and then he could even pass it to his friend so for example Reuven could actually draw it out then he could pass it to Shimon when he gets to the end of his tchum Shimon could take it to the end of his tchum and pass it to Levi etc and Rashi explains 
because since it's 90, Bein HaShemashasun was flowing, therefore it never actually acquired any din of Tchon. And the Gemara answers, Both Rabbah and Shmuel say that our Mishnah is specifically talking about water which was stable and it was still water and it wasn't flowing and that's why it's restricted and bound by Tchumen at the time of Bein HaShemashas. However, the Bryce is discussing flowing water and since at the time of Bein HaShemashas it was flowing, therefore it never was able to be restricted or bound by Tchumen. Now, based on Rashi, we explained that flowing water has no Tchumen restriction at all. Taisus and Erev and Dapmehem Bey states that flowing water receives the Tchumen of the person that draws it out on Shabbos or on Yontiv Ayin Shas. And we continue with the Gemara Vishal Elubavu Karaglim Amali. So we said in the Mishnah that the one that picks it up, that sets its Tchum. And even if that person afterwards passes that cup of water to someone else, it still has the Tchum of the first person that lifted up and did the Hagbar. So the Gemara says, Itma, we learned, Mile Benasal Chaber, if someone picks it up, but when he picked it up, he actually had Kavana that he's going to pass it to his friend right away. So therefore, really, his intent was to give it to Shimon. Rav Nachman Amr, Rav Nachman says, Kuragli Mishnah Smalloy. Then you actually get the term of Shimon and not of Ruben because that was his intent. However, if Shesh is Amr, Kuragli Mali, then it also still goes based on the person that lifted up and made the Hadbar. So the Gemara says, Bemakanufli, what's my clique between Rav Shesh and Rav Nachman? And the Gemara explains, Masa Rebeir Dafkeir, who according to Rav Shesh, the he holds that this bar is considered Hefka, and we know when something is Hefka, you can't go and be Mizaka something for someone else. You can acquire it for yourself and then give it over to someone else, but you can't be Mizaka it right away for someone else. And that's why it's based on your Tchum. However, Masava, Kuntra Nachbin, he holds Be'er the Shutfeyu that the borough of the Eidur Golem is actually considered a borough that's owned jointly between of all Klayasol. And therefore, since it's a borough of Shutfeyu, so one person could actually be Mizaka for his friend who is his Shutfeyu. So that's why we go based on Shimon's Tchum and not based on the one who picked it up and lifted it out of the bar. And we don't go based on Ruben's Tchum. And Rashi explains, based on a Gemara in Shnaim Eichsen, that says, If someone lifts it up a Metziah for his friend, you can't go and acquire it for your friend. And therefore, Hefka would have the same din. And we continue with our Gemara. And we learned that if someone says that I should be to you like Cherem, then the person that made the Neda is also to that other person. So for example, Ruven said, to Shimon. Shimon can't have any benefit and any Hanar from Ruven. And why is that? Because he made himself Kain that he is Hegdish to Shimon. And as Rashi says, that my money should be to you like it's Hegdish. And we turn to Laflam Tess Ahmed Beis. And the exact opposite then would be if he says, then the person who made the Neda would be also to have Hanar from Shimon. And if Ruven said, that I'm Kain to you and you are Kain to me, then we're both going to be us to each other. Reuven can't have enough from Shimon. Shimon can't have enough from Reuven. But both Reuven and Shimon could still have enough from all these barriers that they established for the people that were coming up from Babel to be Eulerega. However, they're both going to be us in the barriers and the water holes that were dug for the people of the city because they have a joint bias in that. And by having enough from that bar, they're having enough from each other. What are considered these things which are properties of the people that are coming up from Babel? The people are being Eileregel, Harabais, the Harabais, Halishkais, all the Lishkais in the base of Midrash, Bazaris, and the courtyards, Ubarshal M. Sadar, and all of these pits and these water holes that you find in the middle of the road. Eileregel, shall I say here, what are things that are considered part of a city, Harachayv, the center of the city, Besa Knesses, a shul, or Besa Mechert, and a bathhouse? The Rav Yisra Nachman, Vi'amr, Be'er the Shufu, if you were of the opinion that these Bayreis, these water holes that the Eileregel would go and drink from, are considered a property 
of shufim selachoya my muto why would it be muto they're considered shufim but not hashufim should not run nozemizah if you have partners that made neder not to have enough from each other asurely konas lechatzah the din is that now will go even into their chatzah that they own b'shufis so over here also you shouldn't be able to drink the water that they own b'shufis because they're part of the tzibah but the gemara answers lirchutz baba hachinami in chinami rava you're correct that if you want to go and wash yourself in that bar that because they're shufim they're actually not going to be able to go in there because they're going to be having enough from each other but when we said it's mutter we're only saying that it's mutter for them to go and fill up their pitchers and drink from this bar because because each one is actually getting enough from their own water since we have a principle of Yeshbeira says that the moment he takes a drink of water that was considered his water and it wasn't the water of the shutfim but the Gemara now continues and says that the only way of Nachman would have this terrace is only if he holds Yeshbeira but frankly Gemara the server of Nachman Yeshbeira do you really hold that Reb Nachman says Yeshbeira but now we have a Mishnah in Mesech Lishkalom HaAchana Shufim Kishichiravim B'Kalbin Pturim B'Maiz Behema Ushichiravim B'Maiz Behema Pturim B'Kalbin that we have an inverse relationship B'Negeya the Chiyav of Kalbin and the Chiyav B'Maiz Behema B'Negeya brothers that inherit money from their father now in order to understand the Gemara let's give two facts number one there's a din that when you give a Machzor Shekel the Rabbanon said you have to give a little bit more called the Kalbin in order to make up for a loss that potentially could happen when they go and use a money changer and they have to pay a service fee but in any case that was the din they always have to add a kalbin however if two people get together and they want to give a full shekel then really there's no loss to Hegdish and therefore you really don't have to add a kalbin but Rabbanon still said you have to add a kalbin but if a father goes and pays a full shekel for his two sons the din is that you don't have to add a kalbin on that full shekel in addition the din is that the only time you take off is if you own an animal by yourself but if Shufim own animals together as a Shufis the din is that they're not chayiv in Maise Behema now how does this pertain to an estate so when a father dies and he has a lot of money or he has any estate the din is that it goes to a Tfusabayis at that point it's merged together as an estate and now they have to split it up so while it's at the stage that Tfusabayis it's still part of the estate so the din is that any animals that they have that year and they're chayiv in Maise Behema they would be chayiv in Maise Behema because even though they're two brothers now and they own it together they're not considered Shufim because it's considered the father still even though he died because it's still part of the estate and the same thing now would apply when the two brothers take one shekel and they want to give it to the base of Mikdash to part themselves from the machzah shekel you don't have to add a kalbim because that's if you're taking the money of the father and the father is actually giving that shekel for the two sons and in that case you're not chayim in kalbim but the mission over there says but let's say these brothers they actually split up the inheritance and they split up the estates and then they decide let's go back into a shufis the din is that they're going to be chayim in kalbim because now they're considered shufim and Turim and Maisabeba, at that point, they're going to be Patur and Maisabeba because now they're real Shufim. But prior to that point, they're going to be Chayim and Maisabeba because it's as if the father owns it, it's not a Shufis. And Patur and Akalbin, at that point, they're going to be Patur and Akalbin because yet again, it's like the father is giving a full shekel for his two sons and it's like he's alive. The Amr Rabbanan and Rabbanan explained on that Mishnah, the only time that we explained and we said that these brothers are considered Shufim, El Shachalka Gadim Kneged Prime, that they actually split it, that one brother took Gadim, one brother took Prime. And therefore, they didn't do it based on each individual species and each individual.
individual category of assets. But if the brothers made an exact split and one took five gedim and one took five gedim, the other one took three tlaim and the other one took three tlaim. So even after they split up their estate and now they want to go and take all those assets and put it back into a shifus, we don't look at it as shifus at all. We still look at it as if it's part of the original estate because nothing really changed. And the reason for that is, is because when you're splitting things up based on a specific category of assets, then we look at it based on the din of Yesh Pira, and we say that even when the father died, that was ultimately what would happen, and therefore there's a Gila Milsa Lemafreya, that that was really the way the father left. So the fact that now you're putting it back in the Shufus is not really changing those facts, because you're still going to have the din of Breira, and they're not considered the actual Shufus, and therefore they're actually be Pata from Kalbaim, and going to be Chayi because there's no Shufus over here. And Ram Nachman, or Ram Nachman stated, you do not say this concept, and that's because since Rav Nachman holds that Embraer, therefore, even though they split up in an even fashion and they split up each asset class exactly even, that it would still was not in the scalp. I'm afraid that's the way the Yerusha was split up because we don't hold with the concept of Embraer, and therefore they are considered Shufin once they went and reconstitute the original Shufis. And if Rav Nachman actually holds that Embraer, then Hadra Kushla that if the din is that's beer the Shufi, according to Rav Nachman, that we look at a well of Euler Golem as a bar that's owned by a partnership. So Lechayr, why should it be mutter to go and drink from that bar when you're going to be Euler Regal? So the Gemara therefore says, even Rab Nachman agrees that this bar that is owned and used by the Euler Regalim is considered a well that's hefka. Between Rab Nachman and Rav is if you pick up a Metziah for your friend, is it Kana Chaber or not? Rab Nachman holds that you actually could pick up a Metziah for your friend and your friend will be Kana. And therefore, in our case, when you filled up a jug of water and you gave it for your friend and that was your original intent therefore you were actually kind of for your friend at that point and that's why it gets the term of your friend as Rav Nachman says however Rav Sheshis actually holds and since when Reuven picked it up for Shimon Shimon couldn't be kind therefore Reuven is kind and therefore when you're looking at the term it goes based on and the water acquires the term of Reuven who filled it up on Yantiv and the way we just learned the Gemara is actually based on the Rashbam that Tyson brings down. However, Rashi has a problem with this because Rashi points out that the Lechir of Nachbin is actually one of the Mandarim that we have in Mesechus Mesir together with Rav Chisto that he holds on Magbir Metzil Chaveri is like Kana Chaveri. So it can't make sense that Agamur we're going to say that Masavikana is going like Rav Nachbin because Rav Nachbin is actually the Mandarim that holds Magbir Metzil Chaveri is like Kana Chaveri. Based on this question, Rashi learns this sugya differently. So let's explain it based on Rashi. And Rashi says as follows: Both Rav Nachbin and Rashi agree. Magbir Metzil Chaveri is like certainly that Shimon can't be kinder by the fact that Reuven picked it up Masa Vakana Rav Sheshis holds that even though Shimon is not kinder but Reuven who picked it up is therefore going to be kinder for himself and at that moment it's no longer Hefka and therefore it gets a term of the Ragli Himalaya of Reuven who actually filled it up now Reuven gives it to Shimon so now Shimon may own it at this point but the Maisa already got the term of Reuven because Reuven had to be kinder first however Ab Nachman is the Mandam who holds who Masa Vakana he holds that by the fact that Reuven Picked it up and he had kavana for Shimon and in the Chanami Shimon can't be kinder because Magbiyah Matzil Chaveri like kana Chaveri but Reuven also wasn't kinder because Lemaisa Reuven didn't have kavana to be kinder for himself. Now Reuven takes it and gives it to Shimon. At that point, Shimon is kinder by the point that he picks it up and at that point is the first point that no longer hafka and therefore the trum is going to be based on Ragli Mishin Ismailai. The trum will be based on Shimon's trum because he was the person that was filled 
up for, and ultimately he was the one who was coined. Now, Ayin Tosday brings down another shot from Rabbi Tam, Ayin Shom, and we will stop over here.